Okay. Good morning. We're back. Good morning. We're back. Good morning. Happy New Year, everyone. Oh, happy happy oh yeah, year. that's right. It's the new year. 2020. I think we should I'm change so the podcast name to The Three Blondes. Look at us. Well, <laughs> sometimes this could change, <laughs> depending on where we are in the, uh, my appointment times. In your cycle, in your color cycle. Yeah. <laughs> if I can get to the hair place. Otherwise, it could be brown. At least it's Thank not gray. You. I'll take brown over gray any day. Right. Brown over gray any day. Um, I have a little gray right here. Thanks that's adorable. To, yeah. Thanks that's to what? That's my stress, my stress right here. Thanks to my daughter. I was just going to say, nine, <laughs> nine years of gray. Nah, yeah. Um, so, what are we talking about today? I know. We're talking about acne. <laughs> this is a, a big, giant topic, I think, uh, around the world. Everybody uh, deals with acne. Not everybody, but most people at some point in their life. And I, I know that the, uh, there's a, a lot of... Um, people who don't know what to use. Mm -hmm. In fact, I was just telling Dr. Vicki earlier that I have, um, I had a plumber come over to my house this morning. He was like, what do you do for a living? You know, and I said I was an esthetician and he was like, oh, what do I do about these, this like stuff over here? He goes, I hate it. It looks bad. And I said, well, um, those are razor bumps. You know, that happens from where you shave. And he's like, but what about this? And it was like blackheads, you know. So I was trying to, <laughs> like, to guide out, him. I was out, like, well, where do you shop? <laughs> and he said, Walmart. So I was like, okay, <coughs> what do they have at Walmart? So I'm like, how about like get a scrub? Do you know what a scrub is? Or like a mitt? You can kind of uh, break up that skin where the, the hairs are getting stuck under there. And I'm like, do you have insurance? And he didn't. So I'm like, can't send him to the dermatologist. So it oh. was really difficult, you know. But I guess kind you can find stuff anywhere that can have a little salicylic and yes, a little exactly. exfoliation. A little yeah. glycock, a little salicylic. But it's hard when they're deep, deep, deep ingrown hairs. He does probably need to see his doctor. And he does have insurance. Remember, he said he had Medi-Cal. So even though it's, right. it's not easy to find a doctor that takes it, he could probably find somebody that will see him. And but help you're him right. with that. A little, yeah. little glycol, little sal, and then go, go, pro, go professional. Yeah. I think that, you know, if somebody doesn't have the ability to go to a dermatologist or an esthetician to maybe start with like scrubs, mm -hmm. um, glycolic acid, salicylic acid, enzymes, like those words, like things that are exfoliating, mm, right? Enzymes. Enzymes. Well, so do you know the difference between an enzyme and an acid? I do not. Oh, well, an enzyme is like a little Pac-Man that eats up the dead skin on the surface uh -huh. where an acid uh, basically like loosens the acid mantle, the like thing that holds your dead skin cells on your face. Mm -hmm. There's like a glue like substance that holds it on there. And so it loosens up that glue so the dead skin can like fall off. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So there's the enzymes are a little less aggressive because they're just like eating up the dead skin at the surface where the acids are working a little deeper getting into the layers of dead skin but in the perfect world you would use both um no no i i mean one or maybe the other? yeah you'd probably want to go one or the other you don't want to be too aggressive with the surface of your skin because there's you want some dead skin mm -hmm. on there because it's your protective layer so if you if you get rid of it all you can start getting and you'll know because you start getting really really sensitive so even like the lightest cleanser will burn your face and you're like, why is my face burning so bad? That means you've overdone it. Interesting. Yeah. 
right? I'm down. <laughs> yes, I love it. I Any, have to say, yeah. Um, at my kids' school, Dr. Vicky kind of became the acne whisperer. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were all those teenagers. I mean, one after another, one would say to me, "Where did so and so go? I know you sent him," and it it was. It was amazing the oh. the results. Oh well, I mean dermatologists are you know pretty well. Not just dermatologists. You thank you. Well, yeah. okay, <laughs> me and and because many other lovely dermatologists because some of these kids were really suffering really and they'd been treating it to a lot of other a lot of other doctors and no, of course, I mean the esthetician is is really important in the whole the whole scheme of things. But I think some of these kids are so bad they yes. do need you know medication. Well, and, and, and one of the things that you know dermatologists do is that we really look at what is on their face. Like somebody just says, you know, they have acne. What kind of acne do they have? Where is it? How bad is it? Is it cystic? Is it comedonal? I know we're going to talk about that yeah. in a second. But, you know, really evaluating their face and giving them a treatment plan and explaining to them how long it's going to take. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. But it, like Trina and I were talking about before we started this podcast this morning, we love treating acne mm -hmm. because it's so satisfying. It's satisfying because you can fix it. You yes, can get results. Exactly. You get results and then they, they're happy, you know. Mm -hmm. So anyways, um, we are going to take a quick break. We are facially conscious. We are three women, all blondes. <laughs> <laughs> we have Julie Falls. She is our overly educated consumer. I am Trina Renee. I am an esthetician, and this is Dr. Vicki Rappaport, dermatologist. So we'll be right back. Poltergeist. Your I know, I don't know. We're here. We're here. We're still here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to uh, talk about acne today, just general acne. In our next episode, we'll talk about acne scarring and how to treat it. But today, we're just going to talk about, like, what is acne? And um, I just wanted to talk to Julie because your daughter came to both me and Vicki about her acne and, um, you know, how how it was being a mother of a teenager who had acne and like what a mom out there can do for their child when they're dealing with acne because it's it can ruin their entire schooling yeah i mean i among the laundry list of teenage uh, angst it, it wasn't on the top um, uh -oh. how old was she no it wasn't me. on the top it was it not, was, sorry. No, it was not, no. She it was, wasn't, it wasn't that severe. Bad. No, no, no. She had, you know. Did Peter have it? No, mm -hmm. nothing. Peter, like, skated through adolescence. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm sure he would beg to differ. <laughs> but, um, I mean, still at 25, she'll get, you know, her little cystic things. And actually, she wants to come back and talk to you. Um, but, yeah, it can, it could really, you know, challenge you know their self-esteem and their social life and i mean peter had friends who it really it really challenged them they were i saw one boy who went into pretty deep depression because mm -hmm. of it so and he did come to you and you made a huge difference in his life i mean i think like when when i deal with moms who have teenagers with acne you know we can try and treat it uh but I feel like if they're starting to scar, 
then you want to like really nip it in the bud right away and just be like okay straight to Accutane because the once the scarring starts I mean I do when I see a teenager scarring I'm like that's a forever thing that they're going to have to deal with so like you can fix it in three to six months or six months to a year uh, with Accutane and even though it has a little bit of side effects I don't think it's worth a whole lifetime of side effects so I try to convince the parent like they're scarring now let's get them into a doctor's office you know and treat right. it more rapidly right. and um, well, because and it general, really does bother yeah I would say in general acne in general you try and get aggressive with it if they come in just with blackheads or papules pustulosis not just if they're scarring do you get aggressive I mean you don't not necessarily I'm saying get aggressive and start everybody on Accutane but tell people okay you have blackheads and whiteheads right now this is how we're going to treat it if you're not getting better in three months we're going to get more aggressive and we'll give you orals but so you know again we look at the skin and we decide what do they have do they have blackheads and whiteheads if they just have blackheads and whiteheads we give them topicals right right if they have papules pustules and cysts then we'll give them topicals and orals and the orals can range from doxycycline to spironolactone to other hormonal ways of treating it sometimes we'll give women the birth control pill um and then, of course, if they're deep, deep, deep cysts and scars, then we definitely do something oral. And is it the antibiotic or is it Accutane? And that's kind of the sort of snapshot of how a dermatologist would quickly evaluate and treat acne. Mm-hmm. I have a... What are the, the side effects of the Accutane? But all the potential side effects <laughs> are potential. numerous. Dry eyes, dry lips, headache... Some people feel a little down, sad, depressed if they're prone to it. Interesting. Uh, belly pain, hair loss, achy joints, achy back. It can increase your liver enzymes. It can increase your cholesterol. So we have to check blood tests every month. And But the, all these things are potentials that you chat with the patient sure. about. Most of the time, anything, yeah. all they get are dry lips, yeah. which is amazing. And they're so happy because their I skin thought. is clear. But it's a serious medication. You have to consult them. And if they're under 18, of course, then you have to have their parent in there. And you have to have everybody understand what's happening. And, and girls you know, have to sh- be on birth control. Oh, really? Because um, they, it's a mandatory thing. If you take Accutane, right? You yeah, so the, the biggest control. problem with Accutane is that it's a teratogenic, meaning... It will cause birth defects. So if a wo- if a woman gets pregnant by accident on Accutane, it's devastating. I mean, their their the limbs don't grow wow. and they're completely def- the child is completely deformed. Wow. And part of the reason why it's so hard to get on Accutane these days is because the government now it's about ten fifteen years ago they took hold of the the Accutane prescribing and they created something called I Pledge, which is like this government formed policing sort of. God, it's a terrible way to <laughs> describe it, but it's just a way to police the the patient to basically have two negative blood, two excuse me, two negative pregnancy tests before they start it to be absolutely sure they're not pregnant when they start it. Then every month they have to have a pregnancy test to be sure they're not getting pregnant on it because if they do, then they can't be on Accutane do, anymore. Do you mm-hmm. think that that's extreme, or were you happy with that? God, that's a great question. You know, I don't think it's extreme because people were getting pregnant on Accutane. Yeah, they and weren't it, listening. They and w- also and it they, they drink on Accutane, and they're not supposed to do that because drinking affects your liver, and then the Accutane can affect your liver. So, like, you're not supposed to drink while you're on Accutane. And I mean, I think it sounds really scary to people who don't know about Accutane and haven't had the consultation with the dermatologist. But once you have the consultation with the dermatologist and you feel very comfortable doing the medication, it's actually not that scary. You just have to be aware of all these potentials and all these rules that it 
you have to do when you're on the pills. Mm-hmm. And it's basically a five to six month course, typically. Mm-hmm. Um, so I and just had cure. And you're, these people are cured. It's an 80 to 85% say, chance the, of being cured of their acne. What, you know, the, obviously the benefits are outweighing. Out, uh, yeah. I have a, a really beautiful client who's a model. And she, we've been dealing with her acne for probably a year and a half, mm-hmm. but we'll, you know, we keep it under control. But then she gets this like all this crazy cystic stuff in her jaw, and then it'll it'll be triggered by something she does, you know, and then it'll just keep coming back. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> like she does get a little bit of scarring, and I'm like, we should just get you on Accutane and get it over with, like you're in your 20s you're turning 30 and now you're still dealing with this and even though she does everything she's supposed to do at home and she you know accepts her diet sometimes and it just messes with her so i sent her to dr vicky and was like just go on accutane it's like you know a few months Mm -hmm. just don't drink just make it your life like you're gonna be healthy for a little while you have to be on the pill you know, and then your acne will be gone forever. W- that was my next question. Then yeah, it will I mean, not come sometimes back. it'll come back if it's a really severe case. So some people have a genetic predisposition to terrible acne their whole lives, but Accutane will clear them for a long time, and then sometimes 5, 10, 15 years later, read. they go on a second course if they need it again. Um, but like I said, there's a chance of being cured of their acne. I think it's about 80 to 85% of people who go on Accutane That's are cured. Great. And that ten to fi- that fifteen to twenty percent of people who aren't cured will range from maybe getting like a zit here and there to needing Accutane again. So the range is pretty dramatic, but yes, it's amazing. And how do we get on the Accutane train? I don't like, know. <laughs> I know. Well, we're I talking mean, about the, acne. I would think it's a I natural progression. <laughs> is the only thing she's experienced at all right now. I mean, she's only a couple months in, but is dry lips. <clears throat> like it hasn't affected her in any other way. And I find that with a lot of people, it's mostly dry lips and sometimes dry eyes and then their skin gets dry but like it's mostly just dry their skin is glowing but there's and say, yeah, I've seen some great skin after yeah. Accutane. Mm-hmm. oh yeah. it's incredible no pores zero pores Maybe I'm it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god what? I haven't tried it that's one thing I haven't tried <laughs> she, she'll try anything <laughs> so, a little so Accutane I, just, in her water. Um, I wanted to tell you guys like from an esthetician's point of view like what you can do if you don't have insurance or you what you should but um, if you don't or you don't, if you're not going to go to a dermatologist, like things that you can do at home if you have blackheads or pustules, pustules. And not or everybody needs Accutane, by the no, way. No. Oh, God, no. no. It's Accutane. a tiny percentage of people that we put on Accutane. Yeah. We're not talking about it like we're throwing exactly. everybody on it. This yes. is All there, serious. There is some doctors in this town who put like immediately goes to Accutane right away, low doses. Really? Over the course. Uh, they, yeah. They do it for a year. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. What do yeah. you think of that? Is that because they're being lazy and they just don't <sighs> want to deal with it? And they're like, okay, let me get to it's the... Like, it's like girls who are like, I want my face fixed right now. And he'll just like put them on Accutane really, like a low dose of Accutane that they take over the course of a year just to like control them getting a pimple. But you know, I don't, think I don't know the philosophy as to why somebody would rush to put everybody on Accutane. I just have no idea. They're very aggressive doctors out there. Mm-hmm. And it's not for everybody. And, and why not try somebody on Because I think you know, they're lazy and it's a quick hormonal. fix because that's why you're such a good doctor. Because you take patient by patient and you take your time and you're, you know. Anyway, I have no regard for anybody else. <laughs> So so there's like a lot of different kinds of acne. I mean, you can have, I think there's four stages of acne. There's like you start, you, you get blackheads. That's like one thing. 
are what are called comedones. So that's pl- pl- clogged pores. Like the plumber. Like the plumber. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of people get them. They get them mostly in their nose, in their T-zone, forehead, nose, chin. And then there's the next level is like papules, and they're like little red bumps under your skin, but they're not poppable. But you can see them kind of um, in their red bumps, and um, that is like a papule mm-hmm. that's going to turn into possibly a pustule, which is then when it turns into a pussy acne um you know pimple basically and then you have cystic acne which is more like hormonal right mostly well cystic the definition would be just a a deep inflammatory lesion right yeah so the kind that you feel under your skin right i mean it it can be hormonal it's just a complicated yeah just a description of it it's just a deep angry yeah, so a lot of lesion. times people get these bumps under their skin that they feel. They feel it like a throbbing lump under their skin, but you, Ooh, they can't good. see it. Throbbing lump. <laughs> I like it. No, it's They exactly can't see how it, but they feel it, and they ro- roll it under their skin, and it drives them crazy, and they want to get it out of their skin, so they're like squeezing at it. But let me tell you, don't do that because it's encapsulated and there's P bacteria in this circle of encapsulation. And if you pop it underneath your skin and it implodes, it, the P bacteria will spread but you can't and really cause pop acne it, around it. Oh, yes, you can. Oh, they're hard to pop. That's but the, the people, the people think they're just poppable. Oh, let me just get this thing. They if I squeeze pop it, it really it's hard. It's just an and angry, inflamed yeah. ball. There's nothing, oftentimes, no, there's not much in there to even yeah. pop. Yeah. But if there is, once it gets to the surface, that's when it's quote unquote poppable but when it's right. deep in there it's not poppable it's no. just you're, like you said you're just going to but they try oh, they, they stick do. needles in there well, and that was people my try next and get question. them out the they can scar themselves as well the injections for those can that can those so that's what you would scar. do oh yes can cyst scar yes the injections for them you know it's funny no because if a cyst scars it's because the cyst was going to scar it's not from getting it injected okay. because injections usually it's steroid catalog and it just calms down the inflammation okay. so it's going to decrease the chance of scarring but oftentimes people say oh yeah i had this injected and that's why it scarred so yeah. they're talking about the an injection of, of catalog steroid cortisone cortisone so you know if you a lot of times you'll hear like oh i'm going to get a cortisone shot in my cyst so sometimes though if too much, if the, the cyst is too small, and I mean, it's smaller, and the injector puts too much cortisone in there, it can indent. Yes. Yeah. But that's always, always But is that curable. permanent? No, it's never okay. Cur- permanent. Okay. So that, that indent is transient. It'll always go away. Okay. Always, always, always. It just takes time. Sometimes it can be six months. But those dips will always go away. So yeah. a dip from a steroid shot is different than an acne scar. Right. So I've seen acne scars a lot of time um, that come from a cyst is because the cyst was so inflamed, inflamed that it just it, it ate it, the collagen. Literally, that's how. Yeah. It, that's or how somebody's like picking, picking, picking. I had one patient here when I worked here a long time ago. I'll never forget her because she kept picking at a cyst that she shouldn't have, and she kept like bothering it so bad that it actually caused scar tissue under her skin and when you went in to look at it it wasn't even a cyst anymore it was just pure scar tissue from her picking at it so much people are really aggressive pickers picking is a huge problem yes Uh, picking is a huge problem i find that um with pickers um 
that sometimes <laughs> she anti, always has uh, a story about something. <laughs> now we have a story about pickers. <laughs> well, I find that if pickers are getting um, their face extracted by an esthetician and they're getting on products, that they tend to pick less. Yes. Um, I also find that if um, sometimes it's an it's a stress thing, and then they need to go on some kind of a medication to help them with their stress. Also, I find the other picker to be the person who uses their big magnifying mirror at home. So when I get pickers, I'll be like, "Do you have a magnifying mirror?" And I'd say probably eighty percent of the time they do. Yes. And they're staring deeply into this magnifying lens and they're seeing things that nobody will ever see. And I always tell them to throw it away yes. because like don't have that. It's you're do, you're causing this. Like nobody sees your face that close. Nobody. Like if you get too close to somebody, you know, nobody's I always tell them nobody's standing that close to see that. And the only person standing that close is kissing you. And it's usually dark. But that is and so they don't, don't care. worry about and it. They don't and care. they don't care. That is a personality thing because... Do you ever get that close to me? Doc doctors and estheticians are always telling me about pickers. Yeah. I kind of pride myself on the fact that I'm not a picker. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's hard it's, when... You have to have a like will um, to not pick. It's really difficult. I mean, I just wouldn't yeah. do it. I'm just my not... Best just not in my best friend is a picker. But... <laughs> <laughs> She picks her scabs. How about those? Okay, let's not go there. Okay. Right yeah. That's a whole other episode. Yeah, that's really appetizing. Okay, so, so okay. besides cysts, um, there's also like rosacea acne. When people get yes. um, red, uh, usually it it comes like redness in your cheeks or your chin, usually. And it um, comes with little broken capillaries, usually. And there's like a four stages of, of rosacea as well. And the final stage of, ro or the third stage of rosacea is where you get these little, they look like acne, but they're not acne. And sometimes like clear stuff comes out of them and they look like little tiny whiteheads sometimes, but they're not, they're like clear, like liquid. Um, or they're just red bumps and that's like a rosacea type acne that that happens that's totally needs to be treated by a doctor. And then, then that, the fourth stage is where it gets bulbous is that the word bulbous. well it can be granulomatous or it can be rhinophyma which is the yeah the, the growing of the, the nose bulgy nose the wc fields nose women don't get rhinophyma typically it's usually a man a rosacea man usually problem like red wine drinkers too no, you know? not necessarily no. it's genetic well genetic. so rosacea is 100 yeah. percent genetic wine and alcohol exacerbate it yes. for sure yes yeah, so it's like a it's like a catch-22 or like there. which comes first yeah and then there's one last thing i want to say about the acne um before i tell you how how we treat it as an esthetician but there's a thing called candida which is my favorite subject everyone knows that i'm i'm all about candida because it's mistreated i feel like by many dermatologists and um and Candida is like um, a, 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 like a rash, basically caused by it's yeast, isn't it? Yeast, yeah. yeah. So, it, which is also fungus, right? Yes. So, so you get um, some kind of a yeast infection on your face, which I is. I feel like there was a period where everything was candida. I have candida. You know, no, but I have candida a shows up in so many issue. ways. Well, I have a candida. Can, candida can it's show my, up as a. I have to uh, stop eating everything. I have candida. I don't know. It was such a. You know, well, it's so it's it's the most jerk. It's the most, uh, I think, um, 
Misdiagnosed? Yes, thank you. Misdiagnosed. Overdiagnosed, not misdiagnosed. Overdiagnosed, yeah. Overdiagnosed, is that what I'm using? No, I think think you think it's misdiagnosed, but I say it's overdiagnosed. Okay, so I don't ever see it diagnosed. I see a lot of acne patients that, um, that get prescribed antibiotics that cause it to get worse, and then they go from doctor to doctor to doctor because their acne's not getting better, and then I'll look at them and I'm like, oh, that's candida. If you take Diflucan, that will help. And it does. And, and it's amazing how it's, it's, to me, very easy to see because um, it tends to be a redness under the skin, little tiny, tiny bumps all over, and it runs down their face usually. It goes down their neck. Sometimes it's on their back. Sometimes it's on their chest. But it's like overall little bumps. And they another way to tell is they can scrape it, and it's like, like a yellow cream. Okay, but then that's candida. That's not acne. Right. So you're saying there's acne caused by candida, but no, no, no. You're just saying there's candida that looks like acne. Yes. Okay. Okay. And so they'll get. They'll get. It's pretty uncommon to have like a yeast infection on your face unless you're immunosuppressed. A lot of people um, get that overgrowth. Yeah, and I think it's just because they don't. They're not getting a yeast infection. It's not coming out anywhere else. But they've, and it usually happens after they've been on antibiotics for a a while, and they're like their faces. It it comes out on their face, and then once they take that diflucan. Or, or nystatin or some kind of um, cleanse to get rid of that that overabundance of yeast in their body, that all like goes down. But there is some acne under there sometimes. Okay, so when that happens next time, I want you to call me. I'm rushing over because I want to see it. Okay. <laughs> you haven't seen that in your office. I mean, no. By the way, <laughs> we used to treat that in your office all the time. Anne Not and, by me. Anne and um, Amy used to give people Diflucan. For me. Anne and Amy, the PAs, not yes. the dermatologists. So yes. maybe in PA school they're taught that, but it's not. But I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see yeah. what you're seeing. And let's, I mean, Diflucan's harmless. Yeah. And if people want to go on Diflucan here and there, yeah. I'm down with it. The problem with Canada is that you just can never get rid of it. It'll always come back. So you just have to manage it if that's truly the problem. And how do you right. even diagnose it? I mean, you could do a culture, which is going to grow some candida. And I was going to say, it's an, pretty in easy anybody. To, it's probably pretty, in anybody. But you could probably so you culture call it your candida knees. or candida. I call it candida, but you can call it candida. <laughs> but you could culture your knee and you could get candida or bacteria. You could culture your vagina. Oh, I mean, get, it's ever. That's it's, why I'm saying it's in your body. Like you can uh, get it over I and over and over again. Any kind of uh, alternative doctor, any kind of, uh, what's the word I'm trying to use? Inter. Like a, in, uh, um, like in integrated medicine, any integrated medicine, yes, that, that would be like the knee-jerk response oh, to everything. Yeah. Oh yeah, you. But can. did you, know, you I have diarrhea? Oh, it's. I, I didn't even have it. I'm <laughs> sure I didn't have it. It's you know? not even a thing. It, all it is is an overabundance of yeast in your body, and you can get that just from your immune system. Oh, I'm sure down. it's a thing. Because I'm sure it's there like are the, people the, who are suffering. The cells. That I'm just saying. I think that they. It's kind of like a overdose. Yeah. And you're right. Back uh, antibiotics can create. You know. Yeah, and I don't want to take yeah, it away. I'm sure that you're going to call my bat line when you have this next. Yeah. Candidal oh, girl, I'm going to take patient. so many pictures of all my candida patients. And I know I'm going to send them your way. And then when they're better on quote unquote better on diflucan. I also oh. want to see a picture. Yeah, yes. I, okay. I, I don't we used to get, do this in your office, I swear. I don't want to get comments from people saying, you know, 
you don't understand. I've been suffering all these years. I'm sure no, it's no, a real of thing. Course. And I'm sure there's plenty of people who are suffering. And I just want to reiterate that I just think there it could is. be a little bit overdiagnosed. That's all. Okay, we're going to take a break. We're going to take a break. These girls. Phew. <laughs> that got heated. Okay, we'll see you in a minute. Bye. Hi. Woo! That was a nice little break. <laughs> that was a good break. We calmed down. Yeah, I knew that was going to get heated because, like, being dermatologists and... Canada, Canada. You just have to promise to call her next time. You see oh, that. I'm going to take pictures of every yeah. one of them. Okay. All right. What are we talking about now? So now I, okay, so we didn't really talk about what we can do. I, I'll, I'll touch on it, and then I want to go to Dr. Vicki before we finish this episode. This could be another episode. But um, acne, so, you know, you want to treat your acne. You can't just let it go. So I would say if you're at home and you're not going to go to an esthetician or a dermatologist, go to your store and get yourself um, some kind of a enzyme or something with uh, alpha hydroxy acids, salicylic, um, salicylic acid or glycolic acid, things that can help to treat it. Um, benzoyl peroxide, if you're dealing with, you know, uh, cystic, you can get over the counter usually, right? Benzoyl peroxide everywhere, yeah. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And it's so a very important component of treating the acne. For sure. And so, um, you can get those things and start treating yourself. The one thing you want to be careful of is that if you start getting sensitized skin, meaning that even to wash your face or you're starting to get stingy at any point, you got to back off of it a little bit so that you don't overdo it. Yeah. You can cause yourself to get inflammation and then end yeah. up at the dermatologist's office. I think exfoliation office. can be your friend, but moderation. Don't overdo yeah. it. Yeah. I have a question from a from a fan. Oh. It, can we take it? Sure. Okay. She's saying, um, why do I get one hard ass, can I say that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hard ass pimple on my forehead once a month no matter what. I'm 25 and have a very healthy lifestyle. Very healthy. And I am on birth control, and it's not around the time I get my period. Hmm. And she gets and one, it's one big cystic, and usually mm-hmm. has to get it injected. So she it sounds just born with it that. Sounds <laughs> like a cyst. Uh-huh. It sounds it like definitely Candida. sounds. <laughs> she she ha- it no, sounds like it. it sounds like it is hormonal. <laughs> Even though her hormones are regulated on a birth control pill, you still your horm- you still have highs and lows of your hormones. So there's something genet- that she's genetically prone to. Does she always get it in the same place? Because then I'm like, that's an overgrown, like... <laughs> Maybe there's a cyst that's in there that's yeah. not ever, doesn't ever fully, fully go away. And then around a certain time of the month, and it doesn't have to be exactly like when she's getting her period, she could be ovulating because there's a huge spike of your sure. hormones when you ovulate. So it's like two weeks before you get your period. Maybe there is a little cyst in there that gets stimulated to grow. And it's probably, Trina's right, it probably is the same cyst over and over again. And if it's not, then she's like, you know, a superhero and she just has probably the over um, abundance of, of oil glands oil in the there. forehead. Yeah. I get one like a, a year. I'll get one giant weird one on my face. I name it. I, I Everybody looks at it and I'm like, oh, that's Henry. You know, I just make a joke out of it because I'm like, once a year, once a year is easier to handle than once a month. Well, it's, it's once a month. Like she said, even though it's not during her period, it's probably due to some kind of a hormone. What can spurt. she do? I mean, honestly, if the sh- if the shots are working, keep then keep up. doing that, or just leave it. I mean, there's not much you can do other yeah. than that. Yeah. You could put topical on, but the problem is so deep that the topical just sits on top. 
you just have to be patient and you have to wait and you have to not pick. And she's 25, so mm-hmm. you're still pretty young. She probably Could will grow out, out of it. it. And if she doesn't grow out of it, then it's just, it's, it's going to, you know, prescription topical and over-the-counter topical, and then the shots are probably okay. the best and thing. What, yeah, and what I do for, for my clients who don't want to go to a dermatologist and get an injection, I, I do what I call an emergency zap. So they can come in it, and I don't charge them for it, but they can just come in. We'll put a little benzoyl peroxide on there. We'll zap it with the high-frequency current that helps to kill the bacteria, and then it just helps it go down a lot faster. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And there are gadgets. Gadgets over the, there are over-the-counter gadgets that kill bacteria. They're not really, really strong, but there's so many gadgets out there. She you can get actually now I've seen it on um, Amazon where um, you can get a handheld high frequency that yeah. she could use at home. It's I a actually, lower version of the professional. Well, what about yeah. the um, micro needling? I don't think that would help. No, no. I think it would aggravate it. Aggravate. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but oh, the, dang, the, that would that would be horrible. But the, I can just imagine the needles. Yeah, oh, but the LED would help. You're saying the high frequency current. Oh, high and frequency L, but current. LED too. Those ma- those LED masks that you can just stick on your head oh, like helps a little light. bit. Yeah, I mean they say that the, the LED blue light actually helps to kill some bacteria mm-hmm. and help bring down inflammation. Okay. Yeah. Do all the devices have blue in them? Um, not all of them. Some Yours have doesn't. blue and red. Some have red and blue. But I then there are also those dots. Those those mm. benzo- every, oh, Those kids love the dots now. Those little stickers. I mean, oh, they yeah. either have salicylic acid on it or it's benzoyl peroxide. And she could just stick it on there and mm-hmm. sleep with it. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's very right. hot right now. I'll tell her. Yeah. Kids. Thank you. Um, so so uh, for acne, um, for an esthetician, if you go to an esthetician, um, I would just say... A lot of estheticians do extractions. Um, if they're using their fingers uh, to pop your pimples, um, go somewhere else. That's all I have to say. <laughs> because finger popping is really not good. And the reason is is because your fingers push down. And also your fingers have bacteria on them. I mean, usually they'll use gloves. But still, the pressure that you're pushing on the pimple with fingers just isn't um, good. It's not precise enough. It's a, precise, I think yeah. you're going to a professional who's using their fingers with no gloves and no, I would like <laughs> Well, even if they're w- using Check. gloves, they'll they'll put t- or they'll put tissue, tissue around right. and they'll sit there and like pick like this. Um, it's just n- it's not right. Oh, um, gosh, yeah. I learned extractions from Dr. Vicky here in this office and how to properly use comedone extractors. The best. Yeah. And if you are in a state where they can use um, needles, uh, those are often necessary to get some things out. um, And they're being cleaned properly after and treated. Um, A lot of uh, estheticians will just include extractions into their facials and they'll just do the finger squeezing. It leaves you red, inflamed, can cause acne afterwards. It just spreads it around. It's just, I I don't agree with that. So if you are going to see an esthetician, um, try to find one in a dermatologist's office or try and find one that uses comedone extractors properly. Comedone extractors also can be used wrong by some estheticians. Estheticians won't use them properly if the metal's placed on the skin when it's not wet and they're they're pulling, um, it can break the skin. So um, I would just say be careful if you're going to an esthetician for extractions that you're going to one that knows what they're doing and that's referred to you and possibly in a doctor's office. So that's all I, I think I would say. Um, estheticians can also give you topicals to treat the acne. 
Um, and usually if it's a good esthetician, they'll see when, when they need to refer you to a dermatologist. But usually seeing a dermatologist and an esthetician for like acne is good. Um, if it's just blackheads, it's easy cut to treat. You know, you don't have to go see a dermatologist for blackheads necessarily unless you have them all over your face. I will say one last thing. We did talk about treatment options that I, you know, do in the office. It's just too hard to get specific on the podcast, but in general, acne can take 12 weeks to get better. So, you know, every single study that, uh, you know, has an FDA-approved medication, um, you know, is as the goal is a 12-week study. So for people to use something for a week or two and say, oh, it doesn't work, I'm not better, they have to be patient. You have oh to be patient. So that's part of the consultation is you have to remind these patients, like, give it time, give it time. If it's not getting better, we'll make a change. But we usually don't make a change before about six weeks. Yeah. If we can wait 12, that would be even better. Um, yes. And you're right. Not everybody's going to be able to go to the doctor. So the products you try at home, give it 12 weeks. Yes. I That is 100% true because a lot of people will buy something and use it for a few days and be like this isn't working <laughs> and i'm always tell them use it for the entire bottle yes an entire bottle yes. will last Good. about three months give it at least that amount of time to see if it'll work like people want that instant gratification that's why extractions help with an esthetician if it gives you that kind of instant gratification and then you can put the products on and they work faster because you're doing extractions along the process but it does take a long time and I'll tell them come back in two weeks let's do an extraction session then let's see how it's going if if we can back off and see you in three weeks but I'm usually it does take like three months to really get really get get it yeah. what was that good. product that was advertised on TV that you buy the system Pro oh. something. Um, oh, it, remember? It was like an infomercial, and it was a whole acne They system. were selling it everywhere in malls and no the... No practice? Yeah. yeah. What do you Who's mean? That? You guys act like... Like like, like it doesn't exist do. anymore? Yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't <laughs> exist? Does it, is it... Oh, yeah. No, pro it's it's a, does it work? $500 million company or more. Work, huh? Yeah. It's all benzoyl peroxide, and it totally works. Yeah. And it's again, it's like... It's, it, in some people who it works well on never have to go ag more aggressively and go to an esthetician or go to a dermatologist. But there are a lot of people who quote unquote fail it because their acne is just so much more aggressive yeah. and they eventually come to the dermatologist. And right. but everybody does try. Pictures so well, on those commercials. So wow. proactive yeah. when it first came out, they it was like three products. It was like a benzoyl peroxide cleanser. Uh, a wipe that was with glycolic and salicylic, I think, or something, and then the benzoyl peroxide leave-on. Yeah. And so people were seeing like really fast results, and they were like, oh my god, my skin's amazing. But then as they kept using it, they would start breaking out really bad, and then they'd end up here in the doctor's office, and, and we'd have to take them off the proactive and be like, or teach them how to use it, because people weren't using moisturizer with it. There was like right. gaps in the system that mm. weren't good and but they've since fixed that oh they they've have so many products so they many have sunscreens products and gadgets yeah. and yeah. moisturizers and i mean it's a great it's a great product mm -hmm. um it's, i would it's great because it reaches the masses yes you don't have to go to a doctor <laughs> right they um, fixed the product i said but i'm sure um i'm sure it's not for everybody <laughs> okay so um dr vicky can you please tell us um how a patient like what they can look forward to if they come to a dermatologist like how it kind of goes in the office so they know so people know like when I go to a dermatologist about my acne what are you gonna do okay like, usually 
So usually we would like them to take off their makeup if they're wearing their makeup. But if they're smart enough, they won't even come with makeup on. Or if they're a man, they're not wearing makeup. That's even better. So I put on my super duper magnifier so I can really, really see. And I look everywhere. And I do put on my gloves. I wash my hands. I put on my gloves. Um, I look at their face. I look at their chest. I look at their shoulders. I look at their back. I mean, if they don't want me to look on their body, that's fine. But I always ask them, do you have anything on your face, chest, and back, your chest, shoulders, and back? If they say no, okay, great. If they say yes, I like to look. Um, and then there's I make butt it, acne too. And there's buttock acne too. I, I, I do ask about that, but it's pretty rare. Usually people will tell me, I'll say, is there acne anywhere else? I don't specifically ask for buttock because people do get a little embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, again, I, 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 I decide what it is. What kind of acne do they have? Is it, is it the kind of acne I could treat topically? Is it the kind of acne I could treat orally? And then I really present them with the options. I say, look, you have just blackheads and whiteheads. You need something like a Retin-A and you need facials. Are you okay with that? Are you aware it's going to make you dry? Kind of go through the whole potential side effect downside to any of the topicals that we do. And then if we decide that they need something oral, if it's a woman, they have an option to do an antibiotic or the hormonal aspect, which is spironolactone. If it's a man, they really they can't go on the spironolactone. It's just not for men. They'll yeah, grow what breasts. do men do about cysts? Oral antibiotics or mm. Accutane. And mm. then I, but I want to always make sure that they're, I don't say this is what you need. This is what I'm putting you on. I make sure that they're okay with it. Cause some people don't want to be on antibiotics Some people don't want to be on anything oral. And then I'll explain to them it might take longer, but we'll get through it. Um, and then if it's an Accutane, if, if it's something I really want to put on Accutane, I will, I won't put them on the first time I see them, I'll never put them on Accutane, but I'll talk to them about it as a potential in the future that if let's give it 30 to 60 to 120 days, if they're not better. We'll talk about Accutane. And then I'll so send them to the esthetician. So in that first 30, 60, 90 days, you, um, you have them on topicals? Usually, or if, if I think they're an Accutane patient, You'll then start I'll them on oral, oral antibiotics for a while. With yeah. topicals? Or yes, or? always with topicals. So topicals are just kind of a given. And, and then it's, it's plus or minus the orals. Right. Sometimes you know that this person is not going to be successful without Accutane, but you at least want to get them through all the Well, so with a man... You could start a man on Accutane right away. With a woman, there's this built-in little 30-day wait period. They have to wait 30 anyway. days to anyway. So I'll explain to them, look, you might and want to go on Accutane. the reason for that is? To make sure they're not pregnant right. twice. Okay. Um, twice. So for a woman who comes in saying, I want to be an Accutane, it's great because we will register them. If they really, you know, after we've decided that's appropriate for them and they understand all the potential side effects, we'll register them and then we have 30 days. And so I'll say to them, look, we have this great opportunity. Let's go on something oral that might get you better in 30 days before we actually have to start the Accutane. Mm-hmm. And then 30 days we decide. More often than not, they end up going on Accutane. But sometimes they're like, actually, you know what? I, this looks really, this works really, really well for me. I'm so happy I don't have to do Accutane. Great. Yeah. And we don't have to do it. So um, we have to wrap this show up. We can always come back to acne. There's lots of things to talk about. But um, so at a doctor's office, they usually you'll get started on some kind of a topical, maybe an oral in that usually goes for a few months and then you, they get reassessed. How often do they have to come back to the doctor? Every doctor is different. Some doctors see them back in two weeks, which I think is a joke, as we just yeah. discussed. Nobody's going to get better in two weeks. I usually say four to six the first time just to make sure that they're using their stuff and they're doing fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that first appointment, I'll see them about six weeks later. So I like to see them for sure once before the three months is up. Oh, I wanted to, to give a quick note that just triggered something. Um, a lot of times when a doctor gives a prescription, I mean, not a prescription, um, or uh, not oral, oh my God, topical uh, creams, 
I'll find that when I see that that patient back, they'll say, um, they'll say I stopped using it because I, it was drying out my skin. What I want to tell you as a tip to all of you out there is if a doctor does put you on a topical and you are starting to get dry from it, don't stop using it. Just use it a little less so that you can still get the benefits of it because if you just stop it, then you're just back to where you started from. And then the next time you end up at the doctor, they're going to be like, oh, well, you didn't use it. So just keep using it. Just if they told you use it twice a day, use it once a day. And if that's too much, do it every other day, but just don't stop it. That's a tip from me to you anyways so we're gonna um be back in a week with you talking about acne scarring and we have a patient coming in who we're going to talk to him um do a consult with him and then we're going to tell you how to treat acne scarring so i feel like a lot of people have a little bit of scarring here and there is it actually treatable yeah to treat scarring mm -hmm. yes for okay. sure i mean unless it's like deep pitted that's really hard if you have like I mean all acne all acne scarring is treatable some people get facelifts for acne scarring now wow. that's an extreme wow. example but it's I mean, treatable there is ways, yes yes filler there is ways too? to really filler in some of the holes filler yeah. we'll talk about all there's that a stuff. lot of work Exciting. yeah there's a lot that you can do for acne it's scarring it's amazing what how it's gone it's quite amazing yeah yeah well, thanks for joining us at Facially Conscious. We're so happy you tuned in. Um, if you want to reach out to us, you can go to faciallyconscious at gmail.com. You can also see us live on YouTube. You can comment there. If you have something you want us to talk about or if you want to be on our show as do a consultation, please let us know and uh, we'll reach out to you. Thanks for joining in. Thank you. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye. Thank you.